cabeça, só olhar e realize what's recording. <coughs> My man Eddie didn't tell me it was recording. Uh, I was looking over here at the Bellico bar, that's where he told me about today. Everything I need, got my my bow and arrow, my knives, my guns, my books, my everything. This 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 room is uh is uh is my savior. Definitely gives me the peace I need. Uh, so coming at you from my man cave, you already know. Uh, I'm doing this new thing now. Every episode, I'm gonna recommend a book. Because I have been reading a lot. Not lately. I've been reading. I've, I've always read. But, uh, but uh, well, not always. You know, since the age of like 27 or something like that. But, uh, and I love reading. You learn so much, obviously. Books are everything. Um, and I like hard copies. I don't like reading on the Kindle or anything like that. I like having an actual book. And so every week, every episode, I'm going to recommend a book. So, this week's book that I recommend is The Prince, Machiavelli. Okay, this book is phenomenal. I love it. It's by Christian Gauss. Introduction by Christian Gauss. Uh, it's all about leadership, political power, and uh, and it's, it's just great how to manipulate. How to, well, not manipulate, but just... It's gonna, it's gonna help out. It's gonna help out. It's gonna teach you how to, how to. Here, I'll read, I'll read you the back. The synopsis. For over four hundred years, the prince has been the basic handbook of politics, statesmanship, and power. Written by a Florentine nobleman whose name has become a synonym for clar- uh, crafty plotting, this fascinating document is a pertinent, pertinent, as today as it was back then. The most successful salesman of this of his era, Macarelli wanted to set down, set down for all time the rules and moves in the ageless game of politics. And then there is a uh, because I bought this book used from a old bookstore, so of course these fucking assholes put a sticker on it on the back, you know. So whatever. But anyways, The Prince, Machiavelli, book is phenomenal. Uh, well, you know, I, 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 I haven't finished the whole thing. I'm on uh, this where I'm at. But uh, so far, phenomenal. Really teaches you. Really, it's, it's good if you're into sales, if you're doing any kind of sales work or just, you know, politician, obviously, or anything like that, business, whatever. It's all good for negotiating. It's just, it just teaches you how to work, how to work the game, man, pretty much. It's a great book. So this week's book that I recommend is The Prince Machiavelli. I'm telling you guys, start reading, man. I know, you know, in high school I fucked off. I got good grades. I got good grades and I could have gotten even better grades if I paid some attention, even better attention. You know, uh, I was meant to be a a very smart kid and and, then 
I did well, I did okay, but I could have been like a, a genius type of kid if, if I just paid attention and read and, and studied and did things, you know, I would pass my test without ever studying, imagine if, if I studied and stuff. Uh, so, it took me a bunch of years, but finally got to the point where I, I realized I'm not only a brute, a fighter, but I'm also an intellect, because my father's an intellect, you know, my grandfather, and, you know, they write a lot, artists and stuff like that, so... You know, in my youth, in my early 20s and stuff like that, all the way up until my almost late 20s, I uh, I was controlled by the brute, you know, by the by the animal, who I still am, by all means. By all means, that motherfucker will never go away. But, uh, you know, my, my, my beast animal, the, the street kid, the street dude, the former gangster, if you will, the, all the shit that I used to do, the fighter, everything, would not allow the, the intellect, the, uh, the artist to come out. And uh, once I realized that was the case, <clears throat> you know, meditation, all the stuff you do, I worked on it. And, and uh, I, I uh, slowly letting my artistic side come out and, and, and realizing life's not just about fighting and knocking people out and, and, uh, and being a gangster and all that. But... Uh, once I realized that, I started reading way more. You know, I got a bunch of books here. I got more. I started reading way more. It all started with The Alchemist. You know, I've read books when I was younger, too. It's not like I never read. But, like, my reading journey and, and uh, opening up as an intellect and as an artist started with, uh, you know, I said, you know, let me read The Alchemist by uh, Paolo Coelho, Coelho, The Alchemist. And it's a famous book. Most of you probably already know it. But if you don't, you should read it. It's a wonderful book. I've read that, and after that, you know, the 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 in the, the alchemist journey and everything, and the journey in the book, and I opened my mind to a lot of things, and uh, artists started coming out a little bit more and more and more, and I started reading more, and, and let me tell you, man, it's the best thing I've ever done. I'd rather sit here and read a book than, uh, you know, watch a show. Even though I like watching some shows, there's, there's a time for everything, but reading's going to teach you a lot. You know, there's nothing in school, in college, or... Poor horseshit, everything I was taught, you know, I didn't really start learning till, till, till I started reading, you know, really reading, like wanting to read, the desire to read, and, uh, and, uh, if I could push that on my kids and friends or anybody, it's, it, I will, because it's everything, you become, you become, uh, smarter, man, obviously, you learn so much more about different things, and uh, it's really good. It does something for your brain, too. Um, reading, you know, having to read words out of a book. It's good exercise for your brain as well. So uh, that's what I've been doing. And every week I will be recommending a book. This week's book, like I said earlier, is The Prince Machiavelli. Great book. All about power, politics, how to sell. Uh, sorry for the long rant, guys. Now, back to World MMA Factory Podcast number 66, brought to you by InfernalNutrition.com and Jimmy's Yava CBD Cold Brew Espresso. Go to 420Fitness.JimmyZyava.com for your CBD-infused cold brew espresso. The stuff is the truth. Also, go to 420, not 420Fitness, uh... InfernalNutrition.com for your combat recovery and pre-workout formulas and proteins and more. The best nutrition um, 
the best nutrition uh, supplements on the market, in my opinion, when it comes to uh, just having clean stuff that works and uh, that also fighters can pass tests for. And uh, that's it, guys. Make sure you go there and check it out. So this past weekend, we had Henry Cejudo versus Marlon Moraes, UFC 238. Boy, was I wrong on this. I thought Marlon Moraes was going to win with a head kick. <laughs> and uh, he, 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 he won the first round with a lot of low kicks, a lot of good work. Marlon Moraes looked phenomenal, looked like a killer. But then Henry Cejudo adjusts with a effed up leg. His leg was screwed up, yo, screwed up. He adjusts, comes back. And, and uh, comes back with a different style, with a different plan, and uh, and just works Marlon Marais. Just works him. Works him. And, uh, you know, Marlon Marais is a killer. He looked great, man, but he looked like he got tired. He uh, he might have been, uh, maybe his head was not in the fight because I know in this corner they were telling him, you know, what do you think about what your mother went through to get through here, to get you here? Think about all the hardships. That's what they were trying to get him pumped up, using his mother, his family, trying to get his head, maybe wake him up, get him get him aggressive, I don't know, so maybe uh, Marlon was out of it, maybe something happened before the fight, who knows, maybe some family stuff, or maybe he was just out of it, maybe a weight cut, Marlon Marais is a big boy, when you when, when you saw them go in there, you saw, holy crap, Marlon Marais is huge, Marlon Marais could be fighting 145, 155. He'd be a small 155, but he could be fighting. He's he's big, man. He's jacked. So, but Henry Cerudo, props to you, man. You know, uh, I know I said on my last week's episode that uh, for me he's becoming a little too much, and he is. He is. God, you know, for this for this fight with Marlon before the fight, the weigh-in or whatever it was, the press conference, uh, pre-fight press conference, whatever it was. He comes out with a king throne, with a snake, with all the gadgets you could think of. It was cringeworthy. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember the last fight against, I think it was, Dill yeah, Dillashaw. He came out with the snake and slacked the snake down. And uh, this time he comes out with the snake, with a king throne, with uh, the medal, gold medal. With Oh, by the way, if you guys don't know yet, he won a gold medal in wrestling. <laughs> in case you don't know yet, for you fans that, that he reminds every day. So... Some cringeworthy stuff, but hey, he does some cringeworthy stuff. And he says it himself, so how can I knock on the man? You know, he says Mr. Cringe, the whatever he calls himself. But uh but hey, what was you know, Demetrius Johnson was one of the best, but what was he doing for this division? There was nobody watching, nobody listening, nobody even cringing. There was nothing. I'd rather cringe than nothing, you know? So props to Henry, man. You know his It's weird, you know. It's weird coming from a from a from a from a smaller man like that, doing that bigger than life stuff, and and uh, it's just funny because he's so small, but he's the way he's talking, the way he's carrying himself, and and uh, you know. And in case you haven't know, in case you don't know yet, he won the gold medal in wrestling. Uh, so. <laughs> freaking skilled man and and made an adjustment on the fly he's a champ champ and as he says champ 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 because he won the gold medal in, in wrestling 
So he's a three champ, I guess. And he won the gold medal in a different way. I mean, he called himself the best combat athlete of all time. He could be. He won the gold medal in wrestling. Two UFC titles, but I don't think he's there yet. Uh, he was saying he could even go up to 145, fight Max Holloway, which I think he might be able to do. Would he win? I don't know. Probably not. But he's got a lot of work to do at 135 before he even thinks about that. But him being the greatest of all time, he's up there. He's in the talks, but not greatest of all time. I mean, come on. Got to be John Jones to be the greatest of all time. So, congratulations, Harry Cejudo, man. I'm a fan. You know, sometimes I get cringy and cringeworthy. You do cringeworthy stuff, but I'm a fan. I was wrong on that one, too. Valentino Shevchenko beats Jessica I in round two with a brutal, brutal head kick KO. It was brutal. I thought Valentina was going to win via decision. It was brutal. It was, oh, God, my head hurt watching. And made me think about probably not fighting again. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, Jessica had no idea what happened. She was down there for a while. It was, man, it makes you think about the sport. And when you hear the sound and, whoo, people, what these fighters go through, you have no idea. Congratulations, Valentina. The best up there with the top, with the best of all time. Not best female, best fighter of all time. Valentina Shevchenko is phenomenal. Phenomenal. So talented. So skilled the way she fights and the way she thinks. And and uh, I thought she was Polish this whole time. I just found out she's not even Polish. Uh, so uh, I think she's Kazakhstanian or Russian or something. 100%. I thought she was 100% Polish. With some Russian in her, but congratulations, Valentina Shevchenko. She's beautiful, man. To me, she's beautiful. She's got something about her that I'm into, and uh, I love her sister. Oh, I would, I would, uh, I would marry her sister right now, <laughs> uh, in another country because I'm already married in this one. Uh, <laughs> uh, big fan, man. I love Valentina Shevchenko. I don't know what's next for her. She's like, maybe in the future we we'll see her and Nunez again. I just love Valentina Shevchenko. Love her, love her, love her. Last episode, I, I, I said to uh, Azaroff, who fought on this card too, I uh, made a mistake and said she was Valentina Shevchenko's girlfriend. I didn't mean that. I meant Nunez's girlfriend. But uh, congratulations, Valentina Shevchenko. Can't see, wait to see what's next for you. And to me, you're definitely top five, top ten best of all time fighters. Not female fighters, fighters. Uh, Tony Ferguson versus Cowboy Cerrone. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. The two rounds that it did last, it was phenomenal. Uh, Tony Ferguson's a killer, man. Killer. The, the champ that, that, that's not crowned. Uh, there was a little bit of controversy because he punched Cerrone at the end of that round after the bell rang. You know, and there wasn't, and then right at the end of that round, Cerrone's eye blew up. But it wasn't because of the punch; it was because Cerrone blew his nose. Uh, it was after the belt, but I do not think it was malicious. I don't think Tony meant to do that. It was so close to after the belt that it wasn't even that. Just I, people made a big deal about it. I don't think it was a big deal. It was so close to after the belt for me that it was in the heat of the action. I don't think Tony uh, meant anything by that punch, and I don't think it changed the the. I don't think it did anything. Yeah, Pub was right in the nose, whatever. But uh, you know, um, Cerrone blew his nose, and that's why his eyes swell up. Now that punch could have added something to the nose and making him blow it. You know, so yeah, it could have been. But whatever, Cerrone 
like the true warrior beast that he is, at the end said that punch had nothing to do with it. He blew his nose. It was an amateur move, and then that was it. Uh, so respect to Cerrone, the true cowboy that he is, the, the way that he that he carries himself and maneuvers himself. I love this man. I appreciate him. Uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, I think if the fight continued, if the fight continued, it would have ended up, you know, Tony Ferguson was just turning it up, working those body shots. You want to get Cerrone, you start getting him to the body. You know, he had that accident back in the day, I don't know, uh, before he fought or whenever, and it ripped up his stomach or something. He's had surgery. So, you know, he can't, he can't handle body shots too well. And Tony was working them on the body and just adding to the body, adding damage to the face. And I don't know what it is, man. When these when people fight Tony, they leave, they leave massacred. He just beats up people with his short, sharp elbows, uh, jabs. You know, he was working Cerrone with the jab. Like, you you leave fucked up. You fight Tony Ferguson. Rather, you win or lose, you leave fucked up. And most of the time, you leave fucked up and lose. Congratulations, Tony Ferguson. That's 12 in a row. 13 is next. What's next for him? I don't know. I just heard he might be fighting Cerrone again, which is cool. I'm excited about it. But goddamn, man, this guy needs to be fighting for a title. He needs to be fighting the, uh, the winner of Khabib and uh, and uh, Poirier, which is probably going to be Khabib. Tony Ferguson's fight next fight should be the title. But I guess he's being respectful and giving uh, giving uh, Cerrone the run, the uh, the the fight again. You know, the rerun. I heard. I don't know if that's true. I don't think that should happen. I love Cerrone, and I picked Cerrone for this fight because I told myself last fight that I would never pick against Cerrone again. But against Ferguson, I think 10 out of 10 times Ferguson beats him. Honestly. Honestly. And that's just it. You know, Cerrone was saying that Ferguson's uh, stand-up is not... It's, he's got volume, and he and he hurts people, but it's not, uh, <clears throat> it's not that technical, and it's not, but it's work. And he does work, and he's constantly hitting you, jabbing you, cutting you. You know, he does weird shit. Like he he turned his back on Cerrone like three times in this fight, just did like a spinning thing. And sometimes he landed an elbow, sometimes he didn't. Kind of got his could have gotten his back taken, but it doesn't matter. That's what Ferguson does, and he gets out of these situations. He's just loose today. He fights loose. He does weird shit, and he fucks people up. Excuse my language. Uh, congratulations, Tony Ferguson. I hope it's a title match for him next. I hope it's the winner of Khabib. And, and Poirier, but it looks like he's willing to take on Cerrone or McNuggets, McNugget, if, as he calls uh, Connor, which would be a sick fight too. So we'll see, man. Jimmy Rivera loses to Peter Yan. Peter Yan is a killer. This guy is a killer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Had no idea. I'm not going to lie. I had no idea. Big fan. The bantamweight division's got a killer. Black Goy, Ivanova against Tai Tuivasa. Congratulations, Blagoy. It was, uh, you know, it was a, it was a lackluster fight to say the least. But Blagoy did more, went for more submissions. It was okay. You know, I'm not gonna uh, talk too much about it. Tatiana Suarez beat Nina Anzarov. Tatiana Suarez looked phenomenal. Uh, the the female Khabib Nina Anzarov looked good too though I was very impressed by her it was a decision for Nina uh, Tatiana Suarez hopefully she gets a title shot next Aljamain Sterling man just put the works to Pedro Munoz Aljamain Sterling looked great I don't think I picked Aljamain on this Aljamain Sterling is like the John Jones of the bantamweight uh, division he looks phenomenal looking better and better I don't know what's next for him hopefully a title shot he should be getting a title shot next he's done nothing but work. 
Carolina Kovacivic loses against Alexa Grasso, and Alexa Grasso looked phenomenal. Um, she 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 put it to Carolina. Calvin Qatar KOs Ricardo Lamas in round one. I picked Calvin Qatar, and uh, I didn't know he was gonna do it like that though. God damn, Calvin Qatar guys is a killer. Is a killer. The 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 featherweight division better look out. I would like to see Calvin Qatar against. Oof, I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know. Against it, you know, maybe more. Uh, oh no, he's fighting Maracano or whatever he's fighting next. Well, I don't know. Darren Stewart beats Bavon Lewis in a decision in the third round. I picked Darren Stewart. Jan Zoyanan beats Angela Hill. Decision third round. I picked her too. And Eddie Winland beats Grigory Popov. Winland looking good. Still doing the damn thing. KOTK on the second round. And uh, Kaylin Kochigagan beats Joanne Calderwood with a three-round decision. I thought Joanne Calderwood was going to do it, but she didn't. It's okay. It was a good fight, guys. Great main event. Exciting card, one of their better cards, and I don't know if you guys know this, but look it up. Henry Cejudo went into this fight with a effed up ankle, seriously messed up ankle, because I guess at the when he was doing the 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 one of the UFC shoots where he's training and everything, um, I guess at the UFC facility or wherever they were do, they were doing doing the shoot, the mats had a crack in him and he slipped in one of them and, slipped, and, and sprained his ankle. And it was terrible looking. It was terrible, and because we saw a picture of it afterwards. And then Moraes was kicking him in that ankle as well. Goddamn. Henry Cejudo showed a lot this fight. And uh, definitely don't count him out anymore. I know I won't. And that's it, guys. There is no UFC card this week. They're taking a break this week. Next week there is a card. We'll get on that next week. But uh, this week's card to talk about is your Bellator 222 card, McDonald versus Gracie. So the welterweight World Grand Prix semifinals. Oh, these are the semifinals. <clears throat> oh yeah, these are not the finals because in the finals it's uh it's uh, it's Lima who just KO Page, and then whoever wins this, Roy McDonald against Neiman Gracie. <clears throat> Man, I don't know who do you pick. Uh, Neiman Gracie 9 0 is a killer. Looks beautiful. Rory McDonald, obviously, we know he's a killer. His last fight, he, he at the end of the fight, he won. It could have gone either way. Honestly, honestly John Fitch could have won too. But Rory McDonald, you know, he, he sounded like he didn't want to do this no more. He sounded like uh, he was, uh, you know, not wanting to hurt people anymore. You know, he's got religion now. He's got a kid. Some people having a kid that makes stronger. They want to go in there and kill it even more. <clears throat> And some people, you know, have a kid and think about, you know, I don't want to get brain damage. I don't want to hurt people anymore. They get softer. Now, I don't know. It could have been just a moment. You can't judge these guys by what they do or say all the time right after the fight. It's a moment of time. You know, could be a little days. Who knows? Tired, adrenaline. All kinds of things. We're not thinking, we're not thinking exactly 100% in there. I've said all kinds of shit. You know, I've said beautiful things, and sometimes I've said things like, you know, I love you to somebody or whatever. Stupid shit, right? So, 
you can't judge him on everything they said. So he did say that, and I have to remember that he said that. Now, does that mean he lost the will to fight and the will to win and all that? I don't know. Probably not. I love Warren McDonald. I think he's a killer, and I think, I think this fight he's gonna go in there a killer. I think so. I think that was a moment in time, and I think he's gonna retire when he knows he's not a killer anymore. And I'm pretty sure he's gonna retire after he wins this Grand Prix. So I got Rory McDonald. I think he wins. I think a decision. I don't know if Neiman Gracie can submit him or any of that. So I got Rory McDonald via decision. I'm sticking with it. Then we got Leona Machida, Chael Sonnen. This is exciting, man. A couple of legends, guys. So this is it for me. I'm going to explain this to you. I do not recommend you betting on my picks for this card. All my picks are going to be biased. I got Chael Sonnen via decision. I love I love Machida too, but I love Chael Sonnen. I'm a huge fan of Chael Sonnen. Uh, I got Dylan Dennis against Max Humphrey. I got Max Humphrey just because I do not like Dylan Dennis, but Dylan Dennis will probably win. Then I got Ricky Bonadeus against Patrick Mix. I don't know anything about Patrick Mix, but he looks like a killer. He's 10 and 0. And Ricky Bonadeus is the guy that beat Gallagher and beat him phenomenally. I got Ricky Bonadeus via KO, maybe. Eduardo Dantes, who's a killer, against Juan Archuleta, who's also another killer. Uh, I got Eduardo Dantes via decision. And uh, but, but guys, keep in mind, I'm pretty sure Juan Archuleta trains with uh, TJ Dillashaw and those guys over there. So he's good, man. Then we got Darren Caldwell against Coyote Hirochita. I got Coyote Hirochita. And uh, that's it for this card, guys. That's it. It's pretty much the the the, the uh the, no the main event, the corn main event that anybody uh that I care about for mo for the most part on this card. I care about all of them, but this is the one that I care about the most, obviously. So I got Rory McDonald, man. I think Rory McDonald does it, and I got Chael Sonnen, my man, Chael Sonnen. That's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Watch the fight. By the way, the Bellator fight is tonight. Prelims at seven. And main card at 5. That's Friday tonight. Friday the 14th. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. As I always say, we are all God's children. Equal under one roof. Do not allow politics and media to deter you from how God wants us to treat each other with love and kindness. Uh, kindness is beauty at its finest. Thank you for listening. Peace. Drop the mic. <laughs> yeah. We dropped it. We dropped it. Now stop the recording. Mm hmm?